0: Blog TALK RADIO Embrace Today is brought to you by Whole House Ministries. Host a Pre-Curry will inspire listeners to embrace their today with hope and expectation with a focus of bringing about freedom, healing and restoration through the Word of God. John sixteen thirty three says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble but take heart. Good morning, and welcome to Embrace Today. I am your host, Epre Curry, and this morning we are going to conclude the series on elevation. This month we have been talking about elevation and how we need to prepare for the next level, some things that we need to make sure that we are following, doing, and not doing as the Lord is preparing to take us to the next level Um, This Elevation Series was providing us with biblical principles that will either humble us or keep us humble as the Lord continues to move us and transition us. Um, Transition is often uncomfortable, and especially when we are going to a place that we have never been before, sometimes we can begin to look at the people around us and what they're doing and follow them rather than following what the Word of God says. So we started off the series talking about how not to become stuck in transition, how we can do some things and not do some things that the Lord is calling us to do that will cause us to become stuck while we are supposed to be moving forward. We talked about remaining junk-free and remaining pure and allowing the true word of God to cleanse us so that we can continue to move forward. We talked about getting from here to there. There's always an in-between space. You're here, but your purpose is there. So what do I do in the middle? So we talked about some things that we can do in that middle space that will keep us focused on where we're going. And last week we talked about walking into our next level. What are some things that we need to do as we are walking into our next level? What do I need to stay focused on? How do I need to hold up my my posture? What things do I need to do? Physically as well as spiritually, as I am walking into this next level. This morning, we are going to talk on the t- on the subject of embracing the next level. Um, we are oftentimes always talking about what God is doing in our life and where He is taking us, but you hardly ever hear anyone talk about the different hurts that we have to go through when going to the next level, the different challenges that we have to face when going to the next level. We must understand that everything is not always going to feel good. Everything is not always going to be peaches and cream. Everybody is not always going to support us. Those that may look like they're supporting us and acting like they're supporting us will not really be supporting us. So how do we get past those times? How am I able to embrace my next level when I have haters all around me? How am I able to embrace my next level when the person that I thought was for me is really against me? And so this morning, we're going to talk on that subject. We're going to take a look at Mark chapter 43 through 49. And this is a topic that I think is so crucial because in those times when we feel like we are going through hurts and pains, and when people are doing different things to us, and when the enemy is using people to come up against us, or even when God is placing us in situations to test us, we begin to lose focus of where we are going. We begin to lose focus of the purpose that we are in a season. We don't get with God, but we get with other people, and so I believe that this topic today is so critical And for for us, as we are trying to embrace the next level, as we are trying to embrace this new thing that the Lord is doing in our lives. So let's look at Mark chapter 14, verses 43 through 49. And this is talking on when Jesus was arrested. It says, Jesus, as he was speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, appeared. With him was a crowd, armed with swords and clubs, sent from the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. Going at once to Jesus, Judah said, Rabbi, and kissed him. The men seized Jesus and arrested him. Then one of those standing near drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Am I leading a rebellion, said Jesus, that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I was with you. Every day I was with you teaching in the temple courts, and you did not arrest me, but the scriptures must be fulfilled. And so this morning, as we're talking about embracing the next level, as I continue to read over the passages, I begin to look at the verses that was before this actual passage. And then the verses that were prior to this passage Jesus had took three of his disciples with him to go to the Garden of Gethsemane because he was beginning to feel deeply distressed and troubled. His soul was overwhelmed, and he was feeling sorrow to the point of death because he knew what was getting ready to come to him. And so Jesus took some of his disciples, and they went to the garden, and they went to the garden, and he began to pray. He wanted them to come with him so he can get with the Father. Sometimes in our lives when we are feeling distressed and when we are feeling that we cannot do things, we tend to call on the wrong people when we know that we need to call on God. God is the only one that has the answer to our solution. Jesus knew the position that he needed to be in at that moment in time when he was feeling the way that he was feeling was in a humble posture of prayer, crying out to the Father. He went to the Father and said, God, you can do anything, and if you can, take this cup from me. But not my will, your will. So although Jesus was feeling this way, although Jesus was feeling sorrowful, and although Jesus had these deep feelings of distress, Jesus acknowledged that God could do, he could take it away from him. He could do anything that he wanted to do. But Jesus wanted to do God's will for his life. And so as he was uh, going through this passage and as he was in the garden and he was praying and he continued to go back to his disciples who he found sleeping, at the end of, this, at the end of these verses, he said, my time has come. He said, Here comes my betrayer. And then it leads into verse 33. So Jesus acknowledged, number one, that in his deep feelings, in his sorrow, he knew that he needed to call on the Lord. There's nothing wrong with us having deep pains of sorrow or feeling distress and trouble, but we need to know who to call on when we are feeling these types of ways. We have to know that we have to call on the Lord. We cannot continue to call on everyone else. There are times when you just need to get you a few prayer partners, have them cover you in prayer as you are going to God in prayer. There are some things that you are going to walk in in this next season that your friends cannot help you through. There are some things that you are going to walk through in this next season that will require you to take some time out and spend time in prayer with God. You will feel troubled. You will feel distressed. But God is the one that is going to lead you through this season. And so Jesus knew his hour had come. He knew his betrayer had come. And oftentimes we spend more time with the people that are around us. We put more faith in the people that are around us that we're not spending time with God and putting faith in God him to allow us to, to know that something is getting ready to happen in our lives. So many times we are being betrayed by people that's in our lives because we're not spending time with God, allowing him to feed us and prepare us for what's to come. We wait until after the betrayal to get with God, or we wait till after the hurt to get with God, when God is calling you to get with him now. He said, the time has come. Here comes my betrayer. So he knew what was going to happen. He knew what was going to happen, and he was ready to embrace it. He was ready to embrace it. He acknowledged that there was something that was going to happen, and he had his disciples there with him. He was letting them know that this was getting ready to happen. And so he wasn't acting like he, it wasn't getting ready to go down. He was up close, truth, and honest with what was getting ready to happen. He said, here comes my betrayer. He did not run. He did not try to go outside of the process. He did not try to hide. He did not try to manipulate the process he knew what was getting ready to happen and he was ready to embrace it. And so we have to get to the point to where we are embracing our next level. So verse 43 again says just as he was speaking Judas, one of the 12, appeared. With him was a crowd armed with swords and clubs sent from the chief priests, the teachers of the law and the elders. One of the ways that we can embrace our next level is we have to know that everyone that is with us isn't for us. Like I said earlier, too many times we are putting too much trust and faith in people. We are putting too much trust and faith in people. And instead of us acknowledging that this is a process, and they may be with you right now on this level, they may be able to cheer you on on this level, they may even be reaching for the same goal on this level, but they are not going where you are going. So they are not looking past this level, and once you are trying to go past this level and fulfill the purpose that you have to fulfill, they are going to try to block that as best they can, and so you have to recognize that everyone that is with you on this level here, they may be with you now, but they won't be with you later, and so you have to acknowledge that everyone that is with you is not for you. Some people are with you right now because there's something that they can get out of it. Some people were with you and they were truly for you until they got to a certain point to where they felt that they could not no longer push forward. Some people are with you right now only to see what they can get from you, and only to see what they can pull and continue to pull and pull and pull from you. But you need to recognize that God places people in your life for a season. And if you continue to try to hold on to people and hold on to the, to things that the Lord is removing, that the Lord is not taking to that next level. If you continue to try to hold on to those things when they when they betray you, you will be so deeply hurt that you cannot move forward. You have to understand that everyone that is with you is not for you. Some of us are too busy trying to pull people along with us when the Lord has already set you up with the people that he has for you. But you are too busy trying to pull on people that you want to be with you, that you feel that you feel comfortable around, that you cannot embrace those people that the Lord has for you. But you have to understand and you must recognize and this is very critical. Notice that when Jesus went in 32 through 42, Jesus did not take all the disciples with him. He only took three. We got to quit trying to tag on everyone that we are with, taking them with us to this next level. Everyone is not required. Everyone that is with you on this level now, some may go on to the next level with you. However, everyone is not going. And so we have to understand that we cannot keep pulling on everybody and stop expecting everybody to be for us Stop putting our trust and our faith in people and start putting our trust and faith in God. God is doing a great work, and what he wants us to understand is we have to stay focused on him. This is the key to everything. We cannot embrace our next level without being focused on God, without spending time with God, without allowing God to prepare us. God had prepared Jesus for this level, and Jesus knew that his betrayer was coming, so Jesus was in a position and a posture to get what was coming for him. Prior to, he was in deep sorrow, he had these deep feelings, yet he went back to God, expressed how he felt, and then went and stood the course. We have to stop backing out and stop letting these betrayals and what people are doing to us get us off focus and stop moving towards what God has for us. So many times when someone hurts us or when someone does something to us, we get mad and take our focus off of God. God didn't tell you to get with the person. If we would stop placing people our, people in our lives, then we would stop having to go through this. We cannot try to punish God for what other people are doing to us. Oftentimes we get other people in our lives and we forget about God. And then when the people betray us or when the people do something wrong to us, then we want to go back to God. We have to stay aligned with God the whole time. We cannot take our eyes off the prize as we discussed last week. God is doing a great work. God is taking you to a place that you have never been before. And so as he is taking you, you have to make sure that you are staying aligned with him. You have to make sure you are staying in your word and you are allowing him to speak to you. You are allowing him to lead you because if you do not stay with him, you will continue to be deceived by the enemy that comes to kill, steal, and destroy the very person that God has for you. Do not mistake your process of of being hurt and betrayal as God doing something wrong to you. This was a setup for Jesus to get to his ultimate purpose. So do not become distressed or discouraged when someone has hurt you. You have to stand up, get with God, and move forward. You have to move forward through your pain. You have to move forward through your tears. You have to move forward when you don't even know what's going on. You have to stay with God and do what he is calling you to do. This is very critical. Things will come from the left and the right. Things will come out of the woodwork. There will be people that will come up against you that you did never would have imagined. You know, you have to understand the difference between uh, your process of being, going through the process that God has for you, and when the enemy is trying to attack you. It's two different things. Sometimes God will set up a process for you, and it will entail some things for you to be able to see where you are because God knows where he where we are and sometimes we think that we are at a place that we're not we think we're more elevated than we really are so God will set some things up to see how you will react and respond and then you have the enemy that will that will try to kill and destroy your purpose, and he will do that by trying to mess up your process. You need to know the difference when God is working and when the enemy is working, because if you don't, you will get it wrong every time, and we have to stay focused on God when we are trying to embrace our process. Again, you have to know everyone is not for you. You don't have to have a group of people everywhere you go. Sometimes you are going to have to go some places by yourself. You have to get to the place to where you are allowing God to lead you. You are allowing God to prepare you for these situations. We have to stop trying to prepare ourselves. Quit trying to come up with solutions to our problems and get with God and allow him to handle it. Everyone that is for us, everyone that is with us is not always for us. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't go and tell everybody that's with you now that they got to go because they're not for you. I'm not saying that there is no one that is for you because there are some people that are truly for you. But we must be able to recognize when it's time to let some people go, we must be able to recognize and be able to still stay focused on God when we do come up against someone that is trying to betray us or that will hurt us or that will do these different things. We have to be in a position to stand strong and firm. Jesus went through it, so we will go through it. In John 13:16, it talks about how no servant is greater than their master. We are no greater than Jesus, so if Jesus was betrayed, what makes us think that we won't be betrayed? be betrayed. And so we have to get to the point to where we are knowing that everyone that is with us is not forced, and that's how we embrace our next level. We get it twisted sometimes when we get to that next level and we think everything is going to be peaches and cream, and then we go through a situation. And so then we begin to think that, oh, maybe I did something wrong. Maybe maybe I'm not supposed to be on this level yet. Maybe the Lord didn't speak to me. no. These things happen. When you go to another level, you go through different situations. We talk about the next level. We talk about the gifts. We talk about the blessings. But we don't talk about the different situations that will come our way. And this is not to scare us. This is not for us to be paranoid or be geeked and looking at everybody. This is to prepare us. This is for you to know so that you can be prepared that this can possibly happen to me on this level. This can possibly happen to me on the next level. This can possibly happen. So I need to be prepared in knowing what I need to do when this type of thing happens to me. It's not for you to for it to happen and then you don't know what you're supposed to do. No one ever told you that this type of thing can happen. But if we look at Jesus and we are following Jesus' example, then we will know that the things that he went through, we too will go through. But we must be able to embrace every part of the next level. We cannot pick and choose which parts of the next level. We cannot continue to hold on to people that the Lord is requiring us to release. We have to make sure that we know that everyone that is with us is not for us. So in verses 44 through 45, it says, Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Rabbi, and kissed him. The men seized Jesus and arrested him. Then one of those standing near drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. So in order for us to embrace the next level, we have to, number one, know that everyone that is with us isn't for us, but then we also have to know that our position may require a kiss. We must understand that a kiss was a traditional greeting, and a disciple, he would greet his teacher, he or she would greet the teacher with a kiss on the cheek or the beard to show honor and submission. The one that was less important would be the one that would institute the kiss. So Judas approached Jesus humbly as if he was respecting him at the same time he was betraying him. So there may be some people in our lives that will come to us, and it may seem as if they are humble, and it may seem as if they are, are following the purpose and the plan that God has for our life, and they are supporting us, but at the same time, they have their own motive and agenda. And so we must understand that our position may require a kiss. Judas had been with Jesus for a time. He had been working with and for Jesus. He had been doing the work, but yet and still he saw fit that he needed to betray his master. He acknowledged that he was rabbi, so he acknowledged the position that Jesus was in, but yet and still he he betrayed his master by trading him over to the people that came to arrest him. We must understand that people acknowledge who you are. They acknowledge the God that is in you. They acknowledge the work that you do. They have even supported and given for you. However, everyone still is not for you. And so you must understand that this new position may require a kiss. And just because, and I'm not just talking about people outside of the church, listen here, it says in 44, it says, sent from the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders. I'm talking about people in the church as well. I am not just talking about unbelievers or your family members or your old friends from high school. There will be people in the church that will betray you and that will give you a kiss. They will act like they are supporting you. They will act like they support the purpose that God has for you. But all in all, they are looking to hand you over. You are not doing what they want you to do the way that they want you to do it, and so they do not support everything that God is doing in your life. They will try to destroy what God is doing in your life. They will try to shut down what you are doing due to the tradition that they have followed all these years. But you have to be prepared for that kiss. You have to be prepared. You must embrace your next level regardless of what any church member, regardless of their title, what they are saying, what they are trying to shut down. God is taking this thing to another level. God is doing what he does best, and we must submit to what God is doing in our lives regardless of who comes up against us. He said, Rabbi. So he acknowledged who he was, and he kissed him as if he was humbly submitting to him. Everyone that acts as if they're supporting you, they can donate to you. They can volunteer their time for you. They can do the work for you. They can market for you. But, again, everyone that is with you is not for you. Don't allow people to use those things that they do for you and acknowledge you with to set you up for for them to have other people betray you. People work together. People do not like to work alone when they are trying to come up against someone. So we must understand that although they are acknowledging who we are, although they are doing work for us, although they are doing things that we ask them to do and that they are acting as if they support us does not mean that they truly are with us. He said, Rabbi. So he acknowledged. And we must understand that just because someone is acknowledging a call on our lives, just because somebody is acknowledging the things that we are doing for God, just because someone acknowledging, acknowledges that we are truly following God does not mean that they are with us. They may come to you in humility, but what, they may come to you in a way that looks like it's humility. Let me rephrase that. But what's their motive? And when we don't embrace these things, we be, we lose our focus. We don't know what to do because we don't understand why sister so-and-so or pastor so-and-so or elder so-and-so or prophet so-and-so is doing this to us. But we have to get to the point to where we are knowing it's not about you. It's not about you. It's about the God that's in you and what you can do. And so the God that is in you is trying to take you to another level that everyone else is not going to agree with because you're not doing it their way. You are doing things that they can't do. They could if they would submit to the Holy Spirit that's in them, but they're not, so they won't. And so they're trying to shut you down so you can't do it. They don't want you to move forward because they are not used to what you are doing. God has been trying to do a great work in them, but they have continued to suppress the Holy Spirit that is in them. And so they do not want you to move forward in the purpose and the plan that God has for your life because you are doing the great work for the kingdom. You are not doing it for your own glory. You are not doing it to get set up front, but you are truly doing it for the Lord. You are doing it for the Lord, and they do not like it. When you are doing something truly for the Lord, it is pure, and other people can tell there is something about it. There's a special anointing that is on that thing. It's an anointing that is from God. People try to dress up anointing and and say that it's something that it's not. But when you are not truly following the word of God, when you are not truly doing the work of God, when you are not truly walking in his power, it is not anointing. And people are seeing the anointing on your life, and they want to shut it down. But you have to make sure that you are staying in a position and a posture that is with God so he can prepare you for each and every aspect of this next level that he is taking you on. I do not want you to walk around being paranoid and suspect of everybody. That's bondage. We are called to be free. We are called to walk in the power and the boldness that God has placed in us. And as he is taking you to this next level, you need to stand firm on his word. Make sure you are allowing him to lead you. Make sure you are allowing him to set up your relationship. Relationship. Make sure you are allowing him to remove things and people out of your, your life that do not belong, and make sure that you do not fall astray when you become betrayed. God is calling us to get focused on him. This thing is serious. So many of us are falling apart when we are hurt by people. So many of us are falling apart when we are betrayed, but God is telling us this is part of the process. You have to embrace it. You have to embrace it, and you can't embrace it if you are not following him totally. We have to get to the place to where we are embracing each and every aspect of our next level, not just not just the good things, not just the things that feel good, not just the things that make us comfortable, but we have to embrace each and every aspect of the next level. There's no woe is me and sitting around crying all day, every day, not moving forward, wanting everybody to feel sorry for you. It's time for you to pick yourself up, get back with God, get back on the right track, move forward, and do what you're supposed to do. God has a great plan for your life. And let me go ahead and close out here with verse 48 and 49. He says, am I leading a rebellion, said Jesus, that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I was with you, teaching in the temple courts, and you did not arrest me, but the scriptures must be fulfilled. So in order for us to embrace the next level, we have to know that everyone that is with us isn't for us. We have to know that our position may require a quick kiss, but we also must know that the scripture must be fulfilled. It had already been prophesied in Zechariah 11, 12, and 13 that Jesus was going to be betrayed. And so Jesus already knew what had to happen because he knows that the word does not come back void. And so with us not being greater than our master, we must understand that there are some things that we have to go through because the word of God does not come back void. John 16:33 says, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So we acknowledge that in this world we will have trouble. But if we stay focused and stand on the promises of Jesus, we have the peace that surpasses all understanding. We know that he is with us. He says in his word that I will never leave you nor forsake you. And so we have to move forward in the strength, courage, and boldness that is within us. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So no matter what anyone tries to do to destroy us, they cannot destroy God, and that is who is leading us. And so we will stay focused. We will stand firm as long as we are standing on that word but we cannot embrace our next level if we do not stand firm on what the word of God is saying. And so I challenge you today, embrace your next level. Get with God. Ask him, Lord, prepare me for this next level. I have imagined and I have heard and I have seen, but, Lord, I want I want to be in your, I want to be aligned with you. I want you to prepare me. I don't want to try to prepare myself. I don't want to try to call off other people for them to try to prepare me, but I want you to prepare me, Lord. And if you prepare me, lead me to someone else, Lord. Allow me to go with strength and boldness, Lord. Allow me not to be in bondage to everyone that's around me thinking everybody is going to set me up, but, Lord, help me to embrace my next level. Ask the Lord, Lord, prepare me. And this is something that we need to do personally personally. This is something that we need to continue to do. God is doing a great work with such purity and clarity. He will be more evident now than ever. When he is needed the most now, he will be most evident now than ever. So many people are focused on so many other things, but they are not focused on the solution to all the problems, which is Jesus. We are not doing what we should be doing as children of God, and we have to get back focused. We have to embrace our next level. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Embrace Today. You can further connect with Whole House Ministries by viewing our website at www.wholehouseministries.org, liking Whole House Ministries on Facebook, and following at pre Curry on Twitter. Be blessed and embrace your today.